Michael Estelle, Jim Dwight Cree, Carl Edney and Kelly for your business paper needs. Dunder Mifflin, people press paper podcast. Dunder Mifflin, people press paper podcast. Dunder Mifflin, the people press paper podcast. Welcome to the People Person Paper Podcast, the show where we are going episode by episode through every episode of the hit NBC sitcom The Office. Why do I always say it so fast? I and in I'm, one breath. I think I'm scared. I think did I'm you, scared of tripping over one. Did you have an espresso this morning? I've had, right, yeah. That's what it was. The cup looks so small in my giant hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that explains it. Uh, hey, I'm Hilton. Brian's back. Ready to party. Brett and Hannah are back. Yeah. Hey, Hello. Welcome nice back. back. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Brett. Thanks for co-hosting, Brian. Hey, oh, thank you. <laughs> the, the coffee. I had my coffee too. Yeah. In honor of this episode. I do. You guys drink a lot of coffee? Do you? Guys no, drink I do. Yeah. I, oh yeah, absolutely. Brett, Brett you I'm, you said that almost angry. Yeah. I, well, I think I, I told you at the show the other night. I I was forced to stop drinking coffee. I'm oh, yeah. having a rare one today, <laughs> but it, it makes me. St- too anxious. Yeah, 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 that is. We talked about that. Yeah, that, was that a yeah. starlight? Just yeah, mm-hmm. man, my weekend has been wow. so jam packed. That feels like forever. Yep, ago. it really does. Man, that was a great show, though. Thank it, you for doing that. It was excellent. Uh, if you do uh, hang out in Tulsa ever, listeners, please come see uh, the Starlight Comedy Night, second Friday of every month over at the Starlight here second in Tulsa, Friday. or the Starlight Open Mic, uh, which is every Wednesday at the Starlight, and you will catch either Brett or myself, or sometimes both. Yeah. So, they, they love their comedy. And, and Hannah, do. you're always there too, uh, supporting. Yeah. Uh, uh, not, no, not behind the mic yet? No, yet? Yet. Why is that a yet? I mean, I'm, I'm behind this mic. That's, That's part right. of the yet. So. This is enough mics <laughs> for us. Sitting yeah. next I don't to need two to comics, that mic. already behind the mic in a different capacity? Yeah, but not in front of a group of very large people. You know? No, a large group, not a group of large people. Well, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I've been trying to watch what I need. Uh, I don't appreciate your judgment. I mean, there might be large people involved. We don't know. Yeah, like, sometimes. Large doesn't also mean fat. Large can mean tall. It, that's, that's right. That's what it's I was just talking a about. Big size. That's what I meant. I've been eating a lot Absolutely. of food that make me taller. I don't appreciate you talking it, uh, up to me. It is a wide palate. <laughs> Brian, no comedy in your future? No, I... Uh, All right, you I, know, let's just talk about The Office, then. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> the Office is enough for me. Today we're watching Season 5, Episode 23, uh, Cafe Disco. <laughs> you sure it's not Disco Cafe? Uh, n- no, no. <laughs> That's not the same thing at all. His his frustration at that at Kevin's suggestion is so classic Michael. Uh, just to, for them to interpret it slightly differently and for him to be like, no assholes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> at one point it's haunted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because Dwight has to go Jack Torrance on us out of nowhere and about Michael's all needing play and no work, you know, and whatnot. I don't know where that comes from, but then kudos to Aaron. Aaron, Aaron is a, Aaron's becoming a pivotal character in this in this here episode in this series. Thankfully, she actually coins, real growth she, episode for Aaron. Yeah, she has a lot of screen time. They're still fi- yeah. they're still kind of feeling it out, but she's getting there. And um, she actually coins the coins the name of it. Cafe disc. Cafe disc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She disc. right at the beginning though she does participate in. It was a mean spirited prank. It was, and and <laughs> now it's and now they uh, some of the meanest Dwight's been in a while. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they're kind of going towards because when they started, I know I've heard that they didn't know quite. They didn't know if she was going to be how she became, like you know, kind of an idiot, some you know, or just very naive. Yeah, and or she was going to be a ser- more serious character. Now with her getting duped by Dwight. You know which way they're going. And now he's gone from like him and Andy like fighting over her to now he's just telling her to shut up. Yeah. And duping her. 
Yeah. Um, duping her, being a real dick to Pam. Completely. Yes. Um, and, and reveling in it. That whole, <laughs> yeah. I got her. You know, it's, it's almost well, super villainy. It is, and in the in the extended cut that I did watch on Peacock, um, yeah. they even extend it. He's he's even more. Um, they get meaner. No, like he's he just keeps <laughs> laughing more. There's oh, just okay. more than laughing. <laughs> it's like he they extend his uh, talking head at the end, mm-hmm. and um, and he's like that sounded really funny when I said it. Yes, but, it was. Um, they, um, he it's it's even more. He almost does like I'm a king of the world kind of thing from from Titanic. Oh wow! I'm the okay. you know pranker. I'm the best pranker of all. But you know what's the I don't get what the motivation it's, for any of that it's is. It's years of torment by James T- Jimothy Halpert. That's what I'm. If I'm going to psychoanalyze <laughs> this guy, Jimothy Halpert. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that it's just you know he's he's just taking it out on Aaron. All right. Yeah. Because he's not. We know Dwight's not completely. You know, we know he's insane. and He has his problems. But well, yeah. what's also interesting about know. that scene is Dwight is in a jacket and formal dress-up shirt. Yeah, he's not yeah. even in like a mustard yellow or yeah. anything. You know, he's yeah, he's really true. he's he has hung on to a bit of that dress for business look that Charles required of him. That's true. So that I, and I don't know that what wow. I, just on on rewatch that whole scene kind of confounded me. Yeah, it's not one of my more favorite. It's more of a British cold open to me. It's just cruel yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's That's very. A good point. It it made me. Like, I didn't remember the episode just right off the top of my head, and I saw it, and I went, oh, God, is this setting the tone? Fortunately, it wasn't. Yeah. 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 It's the worst of the worst at the start. They, yes. It, it goes completely different after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is, this is a completely different. This I wonder if they did episode. that. Oh, this is a breather. Yeah, they did that we just to kind of shock, and then be like, okay, well, we'll ease them into, you know, maybe it was be a, easy. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was just about that Aaron Maybe it's just sort of showing development with Aaron a little bit. Maybe they saw that. I'm trying to like think of it's anything. It's just mean. I was like, because otherwise it's like just. <laughs> we... I, I don't have anything to base this on. Uh, we are yeah. not the office ladies, so I don't have the Damn inside right. info. Um, but I do know that we have now had two back-to-back cold opens that are rather cringy. Yeah, I wonder. If during the Charles Minor arc, the six episodes of that, where they were really focused on this kind of specific narrative, that there was not maybe a lot of ideas being tossed around, uh, stuff of the natural flow of the office that was getting put on the, the, the cutting room floor that maybe they saved for when they got back to normal. Oh, yeah. Because part True. of these episodes have been a bit of a return to normalcy for our cast. Mm-hmm. True. So maybe they were just like, lean it, let's get some real classic office intros and with Kevin's chili they hit it and here they kind of <laughs> missed the mark. Well, I noticed yeah. this one had a a director that I didn't know he was that involved with the office. I'm just not I I don't study it like I did say community. Yeah. But uh Paul Feig oh, wow, was the okay. director of that one who was behind like Freaks and Geeks and Undeclared. Yeah. Those are vastly different shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe that could explain the change in tone, at least in some scenes. True. Yeah, that's a really good I, good, good insight because uh, I, yeah, I didn't realize point. that either. Although I will say uh, it looks, you said directed by, but it looks like that one was actually directed by Randall Einhorn. Okay, then maybe written. I, Wait, I saw him. Were you talking about the previous episode or this one? This one. This one. I, what yeah. did, then what did I, I saw his name and it stood out to me. I thought it said directed, he, but. He directed one of the previous ones recently. I know that much. Did he? Yeah, he did. So you might have just, maybe you were looking at yeah, that episode instead. Yeah, I could have conflated them. But 
What still? Uh, he, um, I, I think Randall. He was like a camera operator. He was one of like the best, and then like he later became a director. If I remember right, listening to my office ladies, um, looking into. Pretty uh, sure that's his backstory. Somewhat of his backstory. He didn't start directing until season three with yeah. Initiation. Gotcha, Randall Einhorn. Yeah, um, took him a few seasons. But uh, uh, also, you know, you know uh, back into getting into uh, Warren Lieberstein and Halstead Sullivan uh, wrote uh, wrote the episode. Uh, uh, brother I, of uh, one Paul Lieberstein, Paul Lieberstein, exactly. and also Warren was actually married to Angela Kinsey at one point. Really? Yes. And he he did play Rory Flenderson when when he we did had, we had Rory uh, <laughs> in a later episode. But I will point out that I'm looking now on Dunderpedia, and both of these writers, Cafe Disco, was their first episode. Oh, so so maybe okay. there's maybe the yeah. kind of maybe there's not some. Maybe they were still learning how to write for the show. Or, or you know, maybe, Direct. obviously, maybe we're all wrong, and this is the greatest thing ever, and we just don't get it. We just aren't. No. I, I, I just think, like, there's, um, you know, some, some fans will appreciate it more than others. Some the, Like, the more cringy, mean-spirited stuff. That's true. And and we don't, and, and Dwight having some semblance of a comeuppance is something That's we start true. to see more and more. As we get into the second half of the run, of there are the a lot. Show. Of, there are a lot of Pam haters out there. They I've, are. I've, I've oh, found yeah. it on Reddit and uh, the rest of the internet. Yeah. And so I think that there might be more people that appreciate this opening than there should be. Yeah. But I don't play it. Till I, I Reddit. I will say Reddit is a. You got to take Reddit with a grain. Of I'm salt. new, so you know. Reddit, I'm, Reddit, still, okay. I'm still getting There's my a corner feet of Reddit that still thinks Zack Snyder was making good decisions. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Reddit's a wild place. I, I'm still like I know that there's like multiple. I'm now realizing there's multiple. Subreddits for different subjects. Oh, so, yes. Because yeah, yeah. oh. like, right now I just go to Dunderpedia. Uh-huh. So I think, I don't know if there's what oh. other office uh, subreddits there are that I should check out, like that are like, um, yeah, like uh, sort of just their own thing, main, like Dunderpedia. Office subreddits, uh, Dunder Mifflin, our Dunder Mifflin. Dun- that's what it, I meant. That's the, what I meant. The, Dunder the Mifflin. Subreddit, but that's what I meant. The only other two that I think I know off the top of my ha- head are. Um, Unexpected office and expected office. Okay, you got which me are, on those too. Okay. Which are? Did I tell you about those? Which are yeah. when the cr- comments uh, reference the office. Uh, okay, those are fun as well. Yeah, um, maybe that's what we should start doing on here because eventually we're going to run out of shows. Just talk about places you should go on the internet to talk about the office. Check it out. But we're not there yet. <laughs> Warren Lieberstein, one of the writers, Cafe Disco, and yeah, an interesting cold open. But coming out of that, we get right into the plot of the episode, which yeah. is. Michael still has uh, the Michael Scott Paper Company office and is now using it as just a kind of break room for himself. Yeah, a chill out room, you know, party room. Yeah. I really like how they take the previously sad and depressing workspace and turn it into a joyous (laughs) place. I love that there's still a shower wall. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, because it was just a supply yeah. closet uh-huh. where you must respect the lay. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah, his love... one his one accoutrement that that turns it into a party room. Mm-hmm. And I think this might be a call with the espresso machine. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this might be a callback to season one when he had the espresso machine that was supposed to be a prize. Yeah, on it's Hot in Girl. Hot Girl. Yeah, on... and I don't know if it's the same one, but it was an espresso machine, and. Seeing Kevin try to use it. That's very funny. (laughs) (laughs) We we gotta get back to Kevin because um having watched the extended version, he 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 figures a lot more into this episode. There's a whole side plot with Lynn. There is. Lynn's back. Yeah. Uh Glad to see that. Glad to, that is kind of a neat thing about the end of the episode. Uh before we even dig into some of the stuff from the deleted scenes and the expanded version, is that in the end, when we've got um the entire cast dancing and 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 uh, frolicking 
um, I uh, I noticed that every so many of the characters get little fun side stories. Yeah, just in the moment. Yeah, yeah. You got Bob and Phyllis dancing, uh, and, and of course the interaction with Bob and Dwight is fun. With Dwight uh, considering mm-hmm. he's full on considers Phyllis a horse by yeah. the end of this episode. Oh yeah, property if that's, you will. That's... Yeah, that, that belongs to Farmer Bob. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, girl. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a cool little side story just in how he it, – it, it, it's kind of slow how they introduce that. Those yes. two have an interesting chemistry that can kind of – that does work. Yeah. Uh, that we previously saw him when she tried to help him with uh, Angela and Andy. Yeah, back in the council. Season, yeah. Season four, season three, yeah. And Phew. now he is giving her some assistance mm-hmm. with uh, throwing out her back. Yeah. Yeah, from the and I love from mashed that. potatoes. Yeah, that line. Uh, this shirt wasn't doing you any favors. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so fucking mean. Or, or the I mean, straight to the point. He was like, "Come on, I, I got shit to do." Yeah, like, or, or the fact that he staples it back up. Yes, for the yeah. <laughs> Are those staples? <laughs> Great moment from Bob there. The and the the way that he says about the, the her grinding her teeth. Yeah. And, and that's such a great bit, just not only for the Knowing whole, like, the answer. yeah, her thinking that he's, like, inferring it from the nature of her tense muscles, and then his just cutting her down in the talking head with the, do I know? I sit three feet from her. Yeah, you know? I can hear her all day. And there's that one little, it's, it's almost, it, it's like he didn't say it. It's so quick. He says, uh, it's like Christmas, or Christmas carolers or something yeah, like, like ch- that. Like children, children singing, singing Christmas carols. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like that one caught me off guard. And I was like, that is also something I hate, like dead on. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and, and of course the juxtaposition. Great writing. Um, that is, is the idea that his go-to for something that would be universally understood yeah. as terrible <laughs> <sounding>. <laughs> The sound of children on repugnant. <laughs> I love how he used the moment too. He just is an opera because he's been probably waiting for years to tell her this. Yeah, and he's right. Just like, yeah. Okay, yeah. He's just you that's evil. To- yeah. <laughs> oh, you. I think you grind your teeth. And, and, and at the same time, one hundred percent committed to helping her. True. Yeah. He, he is. He never shirt off in his wife, wife beater. beater. Just. Elbow in her back, like she's doing the work, and you know? somehow he has oil from a otter. Otter, yes, yeah. yes. Oh yeah, like, so, keeps heat in. One hundred percent. He followed that otter for a day and a half. Yes, <laughs> yeah. He extracted that oil himself yeah. for sure. I mean, you think he got a trade show? <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> Honestly, you know what? Now that you've mentioned that, he probably knows that trade show circuit. Him and that best friend of his we're about to meet in the oh. next episode. Oh. What's his face? Um, oh yeah, uh, it's guy not, with the glasses. It's not Gar. Who's no, uh, it's, like Shadow. It, <laughs> no, no, just the guy. He's played by James Urbaniak. Is he? I, I think. Okay. Uh, who is Rolf? Rolf. 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 Okay. T- yeah. Like him and Rolf went to like yep, a, Rolf, a yep. trade show. T. S. Venture <laughs> so. from the Venture Brothers. Really? Uh, well, I'm pretty sure that's who it was because it. I couldn't. I couldn't place him when I saw him, and I was like, "Is that? Is holy shit? I think it is because I've only ever heard the guy's voice." Okay. Okay, but it's distinctive. I, am I am I right? I'm looking now. I'm not seeing the actor real quick. Up, oh, yeah, our brain, Bernie, or Brainiac. Yes, yeah. I see okay. It. Was already known to uh, Greg Daniels because he had actually auditioned and was called back for the role of Dwight. So he almost had. That. <laughs> oh shit! That's wild. 
What's his first name? James. I can see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can see why they put him in as a oh, best yeah, friend. Yeah, that's that's easy. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, no kidding. That's cool. what he needs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what White totally needs. Henry Fool, Ned Rifle, American Splendor, of course, the Venture Brothers, uh, and then uh, Difficult People. Uh, so a couple mm. of different roles. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, of Polish and Ukrainian descent. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. Makes, yeah. I just learned a little bit about our friend there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but that'll be next episode. Yeah, Meanwhile. And, but, but Dwight's Dwight's committed to the bit. Yeah. A great Getting... interaction from a couple of different characters. Because not just the Dwight and um, Phyllis, but we also have... The Andy and Kelly stuff in the disco. Yeah, which I don't remember really picking up thinking that they were really going to be a thing. Yeah. It seemed more, I don't know, just of the episode. And it turned out to be, I was right, but I don't know. It was tense to me. Uh, (coughs) I felt like a romantic, but it it was competitive at the same time. Right. Yeah, that kind of competitive flirtiness. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're going to continue it later on in in, uh, in in Niagara as well when they're all when, before Andy bra- uh, tears his scrotum. Um, <laughs> they're still going to be having these sort of. They always try to get them to dance if they like later. That's why I noticed in later seasons if they can get if they can get them to dance together. Um, they love to do that later, like especially at the wedding. They there's there's. There's several dance montages, and they all work. They're all great. You know, I wonder if that just becomes like a, a tool in a writer's belt for a show that, you know, like what kind of montages you can use to kind mm-hmm. of help advance the story. Yeah. They're also a great opportunity to get your entire cast together. You yeah, know? and doing fun things. Like th- that scene, and we talked a little bit about how there was kind of little moments for everybody, but also <coughs> it was great to just pan across Cafe Disco and see our cast Having fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it, cause it's like the whole episode, they were like, no, your room is stupid. And yeah. he's like, no, but it's like really cool. You should come do it, you know? And then it took him to kind of be like, okay, you all suck. And then, um, I'm going to play CNC Kel- Music yeah. Factory. Yeah. <laughs> and like just like just played it, you know? And then people ended up coming down and then having a good time, but they fought it so hard. Yeah. They did. And, and back to Aaron, she's the, um, well, her and Kelly, really, but there, she's the catalyst that gets it actually going. Yeah. Thanks to the well, t- our two friends at Vance Refrigeration, who actually are. There's girls in there. Those are writers. Yeah. Those are that's Gene Stepnitsky and Lee Eisenberg. They're writers for The Office. Yeah, they, and, they're the guys. Yeah, and they've been great every time we've seen them. Like when they were, you know, framing yeah. Michael with their Caprese salad. Yep. And the deleted scene. They're the ones who had the joint and drug testing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's amazing. They're the one that led it so Dwight could inspect the crime scene. And I love the interaction between them, how it's like, you see those girls? Yeah, girls. <laughs> he's like, but but I got this to do. And he's like, but girls. Yeah. Yeah. Forget the sandwich. <laughs> Forget the sandwich. Forget the... You guys just got this devilish. You got that devilish stare, man. There's a three, like three seconds of Kevin making out. Uh, with Lynn. With, yeah. yeah. Yes. Just yeah. so just fast. Like, well, Hard and, the, and, and and that's just such a nice surprise because she it, throws him in the mm-hmm. basic cut. Yeah. We don't see her before that, do we? No. So no. that's that's a nice surprise going back to Blood surprise. Drive from yeah. uh, earlier this season. Mm-hmm. And now, as you were saying earlier, Brian, there's a whole subplot with that. There where is. He runs into her again, where she he actually calls her and invites her to go down there with him. There is. There Kevin. is. Well, what we learn is backstory spoiler alerts um <laughs> apparently lynn just wanted to be friends yeah so that was how that had gone uh, previous oh. like he says you know i'd invite you but no they run into each other on the um in the elevator and then they're just talking and uh 
He says that she yeah. smells like bacon. She smells like bacon. Which she keeps denying. Yes. And there's this great moment she where... She gets he, a talking head. Yeah, well, well, and... The, yeah, later on. T- talk about the talking head. Yeah, so it's... Not, she, she did have bacon, but she didn't think it was anybody else's business. <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking love that. But, so Kevin keeps saying, you know, you smell like bacon. She's like, no, I didn't have any. And then as he gets off the elevator, he just kind of very casually is like... You know, I think it smells so good, or or whatever, yeah. whatever it is, you yeah, smell yeah. so nice. You smell so nice, and and she just lights up. It's this great, yeah, very. Oh, see, gen- I would have loved it's to a, have seen that. Right? It's, it's a genuine sort of like appreciation. It plants oh. the yeah. seed that maybe there's hope. And Something's then, going on there. And then later, you get to see Kevin just shoot his shot. Like he just calls her and asks her, "Do you want to go to Cafe Disco?" And it's like. Oh, Kevin. And and, and my, there's a part where my, there's another extended cut where Michael's walking by like, oh, hi, you know, like, good to see you again, Lynn. And, and, then, he, and then he walks to the camera. He's like, does it smell like bacon in here? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not even in the deleted scenes. It's in the extended extended. One. Yeah, there's wow. some good gems. See, that's good. I like that. <laughs> yeah, there's, so there's that whole, um, that's a, that's, I think, I wish they could have made more of an attempt to include some of that. I would have, but rather... it is a nice surprise at the end when you do get to see him when she throws him against the wall. I, yeah, I, that was awesome. I, I'm gonna say it. I would have rather seen the Kevin and Lynn elevator scene as the cold open than the Dwight Pam. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Same. That would have been heartwarming and sweet and giving Kevin a moment. But mm-hmm. you, we got to remember from the from the writer's standpoint, this is still season five where they're got to make these hard decisions between pushing their ensemble cast who they're seeing mm-hmm. versus their main players who sell, which is what, you know, I'm sure the accountants were pushing for. And I I don't just mean Oscar, Angela, and Kevin. I mean the NBC accountants. (laughs) That's true. There is a, they do, now that they have the the supporting players, they can, they can do all those fun scenes, especially with a fun disco, you know, Mm -hmm. background. Which this is such an ensemble episode. I mean, this really, Think mm-hmm. about how many moments in this episode are carried by Aaron, by Phyllis, by Stanley, even. Yeah, well, know? we only need so much of Jim and Pam. You know, it's a nice story. Right. Yeah, and but, we'll, we'll get plenty of them as well. So, but, like... Yeah. There, did you do, Have you seen the deleted scene with them at the start when they, and when they arrive at the office? No. Mm-hmm. It's just them, and they're both just in a... You can both tell they're in a pleasant mood. No, not talking, nothing. Oh. And um, they're just... Push the button on the elevator... And um, they kind of get in, and he says, what does he say? Um, the start, yeah. Oh, Pam goes, what? Kind of asks him. He's like, nothing. And then she goes, me too. Aw. So it's like they have this, they're just in this glow. Yeah, they can, I mean, it's a comfortable silence. Yeah, and they're then just that's enjoying just. enjoying being with each other without having to, like, you know, say that. Exactly. But you get all the joy when they, when they, when they say, when they do the talking head and how excited they are. That's enough. Yeah. 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 Well, and I love that, you know, Aaron finds the map to yeah. Youngstown. Does anybody, dude, anybody print a map? Four and a half hour drive. <laughs> That's gonna be a trip. But think about you know the excitement of <laughs> they wouldn't um, be able to a make fun it. idea when even when even when it's just your friend. But then yeah. you know when it's romantic. I could see them thinking that morning, oh, that's not, that won't be so bad. We'll yeah. be so happy about yeah. it afterwards. That yeah. drive home will be go by quick, you know? <laughs> but yeah, maybe the first three hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, No, I get it. That is a really sweet story. And maybe that's why they didn't feel they needed the Kevin and Lynn sweet stories, because Jim and Pam's is adorable. Yeah. It, it is. It is light. Uh, we don't get a ton of it, but it is uh, in its four scenes or whatever it is. Uh, it really tells a nice, sweet, romantic story. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. Just when she 
gets out of the bathroom and she's like, he gives her the flowers. Like it's just beyond sweet. Yeah, and, it, and you buy it. Well, and they're both they both just look so genuinely happy too. The actors who played them played them really well. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of devastating lines in this episode as well. Like it it has the opposite extreme, and the one that really stuck out to me is again, it's so quick. And it's Michael in his office with a sandwich, and he says, uh, I don't have anybody to eat lunch with. It might as well be dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and is so much sadder than he even thinks it is. Yeah, it yeah. took me a second, and I really thought about it. And I went, holy shit. Yeah. Like, Damn, Michael. Wow. Dinner is always alone. <laughs> yeah. Michael. He just wants to have lunch well, with them like, again. Yeah, talking about that policy. He was like, I, yeah, I don't know why he <laughs> yeah. implemented yep. I just wanted to go to lunch. He's like, I loved going to lunch with Pam. And, you it, was, know. It, was, it was after his predecessor. His predecessor. Yeah. The, the policy that's when was it started. Right after my <laughs> yes. predecessor stepped out. Which yeah. is such a unique way of Michael finding how, probably An inadvertently, <laughs> yes. a way to but frame maybe it. Or not. <laughs> yep. He frames it so he's not the problem. It's yeah. amazing. It's like, his, positive swing on it. You know? he, is, he, he is the world's greatest mental gymnast. Yep. Yes. Yep. Really Olympic is. fucking I level. I fucking love the brain. You yeah. know? You know, he had to, and I'd forgotten about the shot of him remembering lunch with Ryan and Pam with the pizza. <laughs> and they're just, he's so out. He's yeah. a Nirvana, more or less. <laughs> and I love they use that, like, on that thing that I shared on our page yep. with the Michael Scott Paper Company. Year to year, that, yeah, that it's was the same me. one year, <laughs> and that's the picture of them. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I gotta admit, it is kind of interesting how, um, and obviously Ryan's not in the, you know, Ryan was is l- let go last episode, so he's not even in this. Besides he's, the deleted scene, yep. Um, he's like he's like a recovering he's like recovering from everything. Apparently, he can't even be in a disco scene with. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're just drinking coffee, but well, he was espresso. he was briefly <laughs> in a in a scene. Where Michael asks him if he wants to have lunch, and he says, "No, I eat five yes. small meals a day." Oh yeah, Thank and you. then oh, yeah. So he's still in the office. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, and then he, yeah, he had he, a talking he says, head too. Mm-hmm. I don't and he that. says, uh, "It's the yeah." I forgot all about that. Since I, I became a temp. Yeah, it's the one thing I still have control over. Yeah, and like oh. dead eyes, like he's like, "It's he's the just, one thing that I have control he, over." It's sort of just a calm resignation, sort of yeah. in his voice. It's yeah, because he's so sad. Back down to intern or something like he's like, yeah, I'm, now he's back. Yeah, to, so he's, he's back like, to a temp. I honestly don't recall if that was on the DVD. I may rewatch just to be sure. May not okay. have been. You know, it could have been an extra. And I'm not gonna lie, I had a really tasty bowl of ice cream while I was watching this one. So that could have been when I was just getting a scoop in. You know, I really, I can relate. Right? You got it. The ice cream's so good. Yeah, you enjoy that <laughs> moment with the ice cream. Fuck yeah, no one's taking that away from me. But, yeah, but I'm, so I'm so sorry if I if I'm just forgetting and didn't catch it. It's all right. Yeah. Maybe your battery fell out. <laughs> That's such a good bit. <laughs> it oh. is a good oh, bit. Oh no! One of my favorites your of all time. Fell out. <laughs> well, and leading up to it, he's doing that. You know, just another yeah. cringy thing. But then Pam says, "If I don't take his battery out, he'll keep doing this." And in my head, I said, <laughs> "Is she going to follow through with this bit?" And then she does, and it, and he participates it's like oh my god how many times has he done this oh he's waiting for it 
it's amazing because you know as comics we know that 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 kind of conversation can happen yeah too, with comics where they expect you to finish the bit yeah and I feel bad that he doesn't have some comedy friends. Yes. You know, because he, he needs some more people to take the battery yeah. out occasionally. Improv just didn't work out. Yeah. We need something else. <laughs> That's right, it was. Yeah. <laughs> just do stand up. Stand, when you do stand up, you're an island. That's one reason, like, I don't do a lot of improv um, because I don't have a lot of confidence in my ability to, to work successfully in a group you know to the oh, level of the other yeah. yeah i feel like i drag them down so you know not to share too much but but oh. that's one reason why i've always really enjoyed stand-up is i haven't because, thought about that it's because i mm. i can work solo it's mm. all on my shoulders yes. i'm the only one that lives or dies based on my decisions so <laughs> you know. so when you were in drama class did they have a did they have a stand-up portion of the uh no it's just bad curriculum they should have one a long time ago <laughs> yeah i, I, I had a class i had a class called rhetoric that okay. was essentially it was the stand up for babies. That's it, cool. It, okay. it was speech <laughs> speech writing, but yeah, yeah, nice. yeah it's stand yeah, up for okay, babies. I get that. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but, but he was just learning to love. Man. Yeah, yeah. I was just learning <laughs> to <laughs> love. That's, such, well, that's been that's been rotating in and out of my head the last few days now. I'm, I'm glad I feel like out. that though. I feel like somebody's taking my battery out, you know. Well he's really he's really trying to sell Cafe Disco because yeah. nobody's buying y'all. <laughs> and they keep getting he keeps getting rejected, especially after Phil has almost really go uh I don't know. Yeah, she it's gave your it disco. Your disco hurt her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she was the first person to give it a chance, and then was immediately burned. <laughs> and everybody can see that. Like, no, why would we give it a chance? The only person who went has gotten hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. I think you just turned him off from the start with the baby talk. Yo, oh, um, God. oh. I, I mean, that was worse than Scott's tots. It. I swear to God, I was cringing hard. Yeah, I don't, I don't like baby talk. And, no, yeah. when Andy, that's that's what makes it worse. Andy makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> as he's tend to do sometimes. There's fun little moments uh, uh, with, with the script in this one. Like Michael saying that you got to keep yourself dehydrated. That yeah, was yeah. fun, yeah. Yes. That's uh, great. Uh, rule number one. Yeah. Rule number one. I love Pam in the talking head with Jim where yeah. she... Uh, his his wanting to get married was really sold because she had just woken up and didn't look great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's how yeah. she knew that's he another meant sweet. It. Yeah, that Which... endears that for me. Right, I <laughs> like that. He meant it because yeah. they didn't look cute. Yeah. Oh. Oh. And, <laughs> and did we mention that the uh, cafe disco is all you can eat? Um... <laughs> yes, it's got all you can eat espresso. <laughs> yes. Uh, which, uh, hey, chew it. Do it. Do whatever you want. I'm not going to judge. If you need it, uh, do it. <clears throat> uh, sadly, weirdly, tragically, uh, one of the Dave and Buster's founders has passed away, but it was not Dave. Uh, in a weird twist. Yeah, so. I wrote I wrote that down because in my head I went, oh, that's. Like prescient, I think is the right yeah. word. Oh, no. <laughs> exactly, but it, was, but it was the wrong oh, no. founder, unfortunately. Yes. It was James uh, who, who well, passed away so recently. The uh, uh, the yes, other man. guy, Dave, uh, yeah. yeah, did did pass away oh, in 2015. Oh my god, I, I had to look okay. it up. Oh wow, yeah. okay. So oh, oh man. man, so really huh. old. Now peace. it's just the ampersand. That's, yeah, that's yeah. really We're all that's there. That's it's it. Buster's daughter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's uh, her name's Ampersand. Yes. That's a, weird <laughs> <coincidence>. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> you know what that brought me back? That scene him saying, when I was running this place, it made me think of Dwight when he was like, when Michael's in charge, this place is like the Roman era, the Wild West. Yeah. Like, the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire. <laughs> I love those little echoes they put in there. To him, it, but to Michael, it's really Dave. He would said, no, it's like David Buster's. It's yeah. not like that at all, Dwight. 
Uh, Angela and Michael fighting over Kevin uh, the way you would a dog uh, to check ownership. Uh, Angela's fighting fun, essentially, in this whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and a couple of things, well, too. She tried to. Have I understand. Fun. I understand. Yes. She, you're exactly right. She did. She I, really tried. I do love that. How she and she understood what her role was there and wanted to fill it. Uh huh. And he kind of blocked her. Yeah. He was like, uh uh-uh. uh. He's like, you're forcing me to be here and you're not letting me clean up. How am I supposed to have any fun? Yeah. <laughs> but then at the end, we do see that she does, in her heart, have an appreciation for just enjoying a good tune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She Did... starts moving her foot. Yeah. Which is <laughs> yeah. the most we probably ever see her dance. Yeah. And, right. And, well, and probably the most. Well, actually. Well, I guess oh. we see her dance in the... the very end, like the extended very end. Like the the camera crew just go back goes back in them there one last time. And she's there dancing, full on dancing, like really? just kind of grooving, but like doing steps. And she throws away a cup. That, so she's cleaning up and dancing. <laughs> and then she stops and sees the camera and she's like, oh, shit. She doesn't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. That's cool. That's cute. That's but she cute was really moment. getting into it. She wasn't just like, she was energetic. Like, oh, it was pretty fun. Dance, guess, that was Angela Kinsey actually doing that. That's, <laughs> Not ten, Angela Martin. Ten bucks says, but, but, but I bet I bet it was, it's Angela Martin. She's got to be behind the scenes pushing true. to make but, Angela lighter by this point. That woman is too sweet God. and positive to be okay with what a bitch. What, what Angela is. Yeah. I, I went back and watched all the extendeds from... Michael Scott Paper Company stuff. Yeah, and the the la- was it the last episode and broke when she's so happy to like reject everybody. Like yeah. she even has like a, a stamp that she's just like, yeah, I just got it for Christmas. Or I can't remember exactly. She's but like, I haven't like, been able to use it yet. Yeah, so she's like, yes, <laughs> yes exactly. So, maybe. so yeah, she has a deep dark heart, but yeah, there's a little bit of shade of light in there somewhere. Man, and good well, stuff. occasionally, you know, it is good. Um, uh, but her and uh, Michael with the, the, the yeah. step Kevin <laughs> stay cookie Kevin, and uh, <laughs> there is no cookie. <laughs> I just wanted a cookie. <laughs> Total dad and mom uh, situation yeah. there. Uh, love Dwight thinking that Michael is being threatened by someone named Philip. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's so many layers to that about Michael messing up the text, Dwight taking it 100% earnestly. <laughs> like that Who's Philip? Yeah. <laughs> he still even asked that afterwards. That's right. <laughs> Giving the uh, the commonality of um, back back uh, injuries and weight and uh, wrist injuries and le- and uh, knee injuries. He's like, knee injuries are more common, yeah. <laughs> but not as common. <laughs> And then Michael's like, I don't need a history. And he's like, it's not history. He goes, what do you think history is? <laughs> yeah, <he's> like, <laughs> because it's physics. That's so good. It's, that's one of those just random, subtle Dwight things you don't get mm-hmm. for a while. But when you do. I uh, got to talk about Creed. Great moments from Creed this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love the uh, crystal ball uh, and just the very just. Offhanded. Now I'll never know who's behind me. That was <laughs> that was such a creeper, and I loved it. It was just such a good joke. <laughs> well, and it's insight into Creed, and it's just kind of a little. What's the was, word? Um, it's a, a sleight of hand. Yeah. Yes. You know, with him saying, uh, you know, I brought this from my car, and and you go, well, obviously it hangs from his rearview mirror because I'm a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> And no, that's not going to cut it. Is that our only Creed moment for the whole thing, I think? Isn't there much. another yeah, one? Yeah, I don't know. He wasn't in it very much I, I at think all. That I actually was don't it. remember him being in it. That was the only one I saw. 
I okay. felt like there was a little one-off moment early on, but I can't quite remember. So I'll, uh, you know, feel free to send us a, 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 an email at peoplepersonpaperpodcast@gmail.com. That is actually a real email address now. Oh my God, we've we've evolved. Yeah, we congratulations. Got, I, um, thank you. But <laughs> double check that I said it right. If there's any other drama I can sort of think of in this, like kind of more breezy episode, it's sort of a li- it's there with Phyllis and uh, her jealousy yeah, with Bob's Bob. secretary yeah. Jessica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do. They they do have a similar look. Yeah, yeah. You do, don't yeah. they? He's <laughs> got a type. You know, the younger secretary too. Right. And she's pretty firm, and she's like, "Well, you can't go back there. It's an important meeting. Yeah. I'll tell right. ta- I'll tell him you came by. Mm-hmm. You know." Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, she "That's what that Phyllis look. is seeing." Yes, yeah, exactly. She gets that sour face, and she's like, hmm, "Okay." Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's really good with the shoulder. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> throwing shade. That's how Phyllis throws shade. Well, and I love she how, can do it. And I love Phyllis admitting uh, her fear about this to Dwight. Yeah, that's another sweet moment in that friendship. You know, and I, I'd like to read a little monologue, if I will, from the extended scene where mm-hmm. Dwight actually kind of is somewhat sweet. Okay. In the most way that you okay, can so when you're sort responds. of equating someone to an uh, equine. <laughs> no, okay, species. <laughs> Um, he, he goes, he's like, he gets down after she says it, like he gets down and he's like, Phyllis, when you stud a stallion, you don't put it in a pen with a mare until you know, it's fully attracted to her. When, when I see Bob's nostrils flare, when he looks at you, I know it's time to open the gate. And then she laughs. (laughs) Ah, that's hilarious. Wow. (laughs) Oh my God. I know. That's. That's a lot. Doesn't he like hand feed her too? Like a, a carrot. Snack or yeah, yeah. Oh, it is a cat. He puts like, a carrot like, in her, and she doesn't even stop. Oh she God. just goes all yeah. in because so like, she really can't move her arms. I guess so. It yeah, works. Dwight's kind of like on top of her. <laughs> he finds he finds that. Now I want someone to do that for me. Honestly, I'm sure I got knocked. <laughs> Use it. When I see Bob's nostrils flare, that's an image that's gonna be with me. But the way and the way he does, like he gets on the X-ray, he kind of has this more quiet voice. He's like, mm-hmm. "I'm gonna tell you, like he's you know, like he's really her. giving her a pep talk." <laughs> he's and he's it's oh, it's I mean, her. when I say it, it sounds probably more weird than it actually sounds when he says it. I'll give him credit. Um, but there's a little bit more to Michael also in this episode. Yeah, he has. Um, oh, and also speaking of Bob, oh, those two uh, he. Bob ends up spy- in the extended scene. He ends up spying the two office or the warehouse guys oh, yeah? that started the whole thing. And he's like, "Hey, I'm not paying you two to dance." And they run away. Oh, that's <laughs> and then fun. he looks right at the camera and he says, "It's my sister's kids." <laughs> oh, cool! That's a fun little bit of lore. It is. It's like it gives it more a little more depth. It's fun. But Michael, he has this sort of um. Oh, he's like he has two things that are kind of long, but. It's sort of poignant. Yeah. He, he has one sort of, he's like sitting there and it's after everything's great and the disco's going and it's like, when there's a cafe disco on every corner of every street in the world, I will be the old guy in the corner drinking his coffee oh, yeah. and dancing away and reveling in it. <laughs> it's like, his like, that will be his legacy. Mission statement and legacy. Yeah. That will be his legacy or his cafe disco. And, and then at the very end, before the Angela scene, he goes, he, he, he's like, everybody's dancing and happy. And he's like, they, they needed me. I left. I'll never let them down again. I will always be there for the most important moments in their lives. Their births, their deaths, <laughs> their babies, <laughs> other hospital things. <laughs> no, matter, no matter whether they want me there or not, 
for them. <laughs> for them. <laughs> for Which, that. knowing what we know in the next episode, yeah, that it's a little more of a tip off. I'm glad they didn't have it in there. Yeah, yeah. But oh yeah, okay. That's sort of an obvious sort of okay. Something's gonna happen. Like especially when Jim, when they when Pam and Jim have to go to the hospital. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. Well, and what. <sighs> Something he just that, gets deep on this one. It's he's just well. He's something triumphant. that stood out to me about this is how this doesn't strike me as a Michael thing at first. <laughs> Michael, I mean, I guess he wanted the espresso. No, he wanted the espresso machine and hot girl because he was flirting. He doesn't strike he, me as a no. coffee guy. Hell, he drinks milk and sugar in the mornings, not coffee. Right. That this is that is. Eh. Yeah. He was awkward this, as hell in the nightclub in season four in New York. But this is all about. Go undoing what Charles did apparently to these people. They, yeah, yeah, they were well, working like, way too like hard. The damage he's done to these people. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's it's it when you see it at the end, when you see the cafe disco dream realized, it's like you get it. Mm-hmm. it. It wasn't even really about what Michael's into. It's just what he thought would bring everyone together. Yeah, and mm-hmm. weirdly, just like his fucking sales tactics, it works. works. <laughs> How dumb lo- girls? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Girl, yeah. Right? yeah. It was like nature took care of you know. It was like Animal Planet. Yeah, <laughs> like I saw just, the girls. We went to and, the basics there. <laughs> they still had CDs. Apparently, I think that's what Kelly or Aaron. I guess her name's Kelly too. Aaron, Aaron puts in the uh, machine. CD, yeah. Pretty sure. And I think the songs. Oh, we didn't mention the songs. Um, the, that particular song when they start dancing was like one of. I don't know if they did it or somebody did it for the show. One okay. of the two. So that's an original song. It was for the show. But there were other episodes. Uh, I didn't know most of the songs. I was like, ja- I put my uh, Shazam on yeah, okay. to figure oh, out yeah. what it was. And I was like, yep, I don't know that one. I don't know that one. That must be uh, Boy Hangover by Lester Lewis. Yeah, that was written especially for The Office. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's yep. fun. Well, and then like when Michael mourns, like the basically the death of the Cafe Disco, he's even like... I can still hear the, yes. you know, it's like, I can still hear the music. Oh, he's like, yeah. I can hear it too, boss. And yeah. he's like, what? That's Creed. It's a, and it's a callback. Yeah, so, okay. yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah thank you. Uh, I heard it. I don't moment. think I watched it. I heard it. Yeah. But then I realized having watched Michael Scott Paper Company, they can hear it from, that's that's where they hear it through the bathroom. Yes. Uh-huh. Like when we could hear Toby before. Yeah, <laughs> good continuity. I know. I hadn't really, that didn't really hit me before. I don't know. Or maybe it had been a long time. Yeah. But yeah, it all it all fits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a I did know obviously YMCA. Um sure, you know, yeah. car wash at the start. Yeah. Um there's a few others I think I knew, but yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a fun It's a fun it's a fun mix. Yeah. Michael doesn't have the worst taste in music, I'll give him that. You know? Yeah, not yeah. the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I, that's, that's the funniest part they've done with no alcohol. Yeah. I mean <laughs> they just, just need the espresso. espresso. Yeah, they didn't need it's 16 just bottles of vodka. Sugar. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a <laughs> It's a it's a speed party. I love it. Uh, I like Michael kind of walking around the room, uh, almost like a like a, the guy in Casino, you know, at the end, and he ends up getting smacked in the head by Dwight. Oh, not even on the Y. Yeah, like yeah. he says. Yep. <laughs> I love that y'all noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> they were in the dance. He just kind of does a halfway karate chop, which was orchestrated, but still awesome. <laughs> he was doing his Dwight thing. I don't whatever. Oh, man. Anything else uh, that we uh, haven't talked about? Well, apparently Andy was the worm in college because he knew how to worm his way into um, dance-offs or dance dancing groups. That was the nickname? And Yeah, and then he's, t- he's telling this to Oscar like in, a, in somewhat of a braggadocious way. And then Oscar looks back at him 
and says, "That's you're not the hero. You're not the hero in that scenario." And then he walks up and he's like, "There he goes." <laughs> <laughs> sounds fun. Uh, I love Erin uh, inviting her friend to the party and Oscar being like, "You invited someone?" <laughs> yeah, 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 eight years that never apparently he hadn't yeah. thought of it. You know who that was? Apparently, I learned. Thank you, Dunderpedia. Uh, she was in. Um... Go ahead. Spider Man Three. Okay. She was the she was the uh, stunt double for Mary Jane. Oh, for Kirsten Dunst. Gotcha. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. So and, and I don't know. So she knew somebody. Who, I don't know. But uh, interesting. I mean, she's in it for all of a second. Good for now. Aaron. You know, yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that we learned a little bit about uh, the use of a courthouse in Youngstown, Ohio. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Get your uh, learner's permit a little early. Yes. Mm-hmm. At 14 and a half. Yeah. That's, which is, hey, that's nice. Yeah. Not not real, by the way. Um, <laughs> no, it's not real? Yeah. They oh. actually took the time on one of the wiki pages. I, I can't remember which one it was, but they said in actual, uh, they got really technical on oh, how much, um, and I can't remember the numbers now, but... It, I think it's older than that for that particular place. The state of Ohio requires that you be 15 and a half to get a permit, (laughs) and the state of Pennsylvania requires that you be 16. 16, Furthermore, you must be a resident of Ohio to obtain a permit there, and Pennsylvania does not honor learner's permits from other states. Interesting. And evidently, Jim and Pam could have gone to somewhere in, I think they said Connecticut. It was Danbury, something like that. And that was only like two, like an hour and a half or two away from Scranton. In real life. And oh, it, oh, this is great. This is I'm reading from the trivia on Dunderpedia. Youngstown, Ohio is a five and a half hour drive from Scranton. It does not have a superior court, but there is a probate court which issues which issues marriage licenses. The probate court closes at four PM. But Jim and Pam were still in Scranton after lunchtime, so they would have never made it in time anyway. <laughs> oh my god. I just love that they got us to get us to read us read this. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, okay, so I think we're discovering the difference between being a fan and being in the fandom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We, we are the minutiae <laughs> of the minutiae. Oh man. <laughs> but it, it, that they they I don't know, when you have a character like Dwight who can bring up all these random things and, no, it's perfect. and reasons. Yeah. It just all adds up. Well, and it, he asked for Aaron's passport because they apparently to get like another, um, that was one of his things, uh, to, to obtain another passport or something like that or ID. And then he's like, Aaron, let me see your passport. To which somebody fact-checked, that would have made sense because Aaron was, was an orphan. Oh, it was birth certificate. Birth certificate. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And thank she you. just pulls it out of her purse. She's yeah, like, she's yeah, like, no problem. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron's naivety. We're getting a good taste of it. I love oh, it. Yeah. And it only gets better and better and better. I love this here. I love this time. That's a great episode. Um, a great episode. And, you know, really, uh, uh, the neat thing about um, Casual Friday, uh, last time we, got, we gathered, uh, this one, and uh, Company Picnic is all three would have been perfectly good season closers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we get essentially three finales coming out of Michael Scott Paper Company. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Last episode with the return to normalcy, uh, the, 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 the fun and silliness of Casual Friday would have been fine. This one, to me, that dance scene at the end would have been such a perfect way to end this yeah. season. Yeah. yeah. We got through our it big closed. hurdle. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of things out, it you know. Kind of bookended by mm-hmm. we're back together again, and we're fine, and we're happy, and who knows where the office could go from here. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, we're not. Uh, we're not done with the season yet. We've still got one more. We do, uh, and then and it's uh, a good end. Yeah, it really is. Um, it is a good end. Uh, uh, before we've we wrap- actually, we've actually, we've made it. We've almost made it. 
Yeah, we we almost made it to the so end, end of, of season, season five. five. <laughs> that has taken us two years and a global pandemic. Three years and a global pandemic <laughs> to get through. So Woo! kudos yeah. to us. I'm kudos proud. to us for, be, for being so responsible. I'm proud of us. <laughs> proud of us. And still um, maintaining an audience. Okay, good. Brett and Hannah, thanks for joining us this episode. Thank you so much, yeah, y'all. This was fun. It. Thanks we, uh, for having us. Will you guys come back for season six and hang out a little? Sure. Uh, sure. Please. All right, cool. All right, we'll, uh, we'll talk off mic and figure out what, uh, what episodes you guys should see. Sounds we'll good. We figure out. All right, Brian, thank you. Thank you. And thank all of you for listening to the People Person Paper Podcast. And we'll see you next episode where who knows, we might uh, have to go to the hospital for some reason. Who knows? You never, you never know. The People Person's Paper Podcast is an OLA Ministries production. The People Person's Paper Podcast is produced by Hilton Price and Brian Sittler. Engineering by Hilton Price. OLA Ministries is owned and operated by OLA Ministries, LLC. Contact Hilton Price and Michael Zampino for more information. takes over starting in the second movie but then he really he's the the main character of the last spot and he's the one that's um you were saying is yeah, like a... he's even in the first movie he's like it's it's so it's this tiny little isolated nevada town yeah. and uh they don't have a lot of resources until they find out that michael gross and is he um is his wife reba Yes, in the first, the first one. one. McIntyre. Yeah, Rita McIntyre. They're survivalists. I don't know. She, I know she was in that. Yeah, like, she's like preppers. Okay, so yeah, the preppers. Level. Right, yeah, right. So like, but have, like serious, so like bunker. My buddy, my I have a buddy who's like, <laughs> so tons of guns dabbles. and stuff yeah. to fight uh, the, sure. the, the the graboids or are... makes his own ammo, yeah. food right. for years, mm-hmm. self sufficient. Right, <laughs> right. Which and, and, you know is kind of in line with libertarianism. Sure, sure, sure. So you have that audience.